Civil danger warning. A disaster of unknown type has occurred. Normal programming has been suspended. Gary. Gary, are you ready to lift it? This is not a test. Okay, let's get going. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. Hello and welcome to Free Yorkshire Radio. Gary has found an old hammer that fell from the sky and when it's raised, it summons lightning. So he's just going to lift it up whilst I connect him to the generator. Let me just pass it to him. I can't shift it, Gary. You have a go. Oh, it was probably stuck and I loosened it for you. Anyway, hoist it up. Well done. And don't worry, I'm pretty sure those eyebrows will grow back. Okay, we now should have enough power for our show. My name, of course, is Lloyd Becklesnip, and we'll be bringing you all the latest government-approved news and stories from the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire, the mightiest of the many new nation-states that, several decades ago, emerged from the troubled era that was early 21st century Britain. As we all know, it's currently the Skelmanthorpe Nettle Festival, and we'll be visiting just a handful of the many stalls that help to celebrate this fine Yorkshire tradition. And we've got an exclusive interview with social media sensation Vauxhall Safira. But first, to coincide with the Nettle Festival, the government has updated the list of alternative uses for the excess nettles from your mandatory home crop. They make an ideal insulation material for roofs and walls, with the added bonus of killing any rats, mice or mutant lobsters that may try to nest there. They can be woven into a pair of cosy socks, with the added bonus that the constant stinging will make your feet so hard and calloused that you'll no longer require shoes. And it can also be used as dental floss, with the added bonus of giving your lips that sexy bee-stung look. But finally, the government has also advised that nettles should no longer be used as earplugs, as the massive swelling interferes with the location chip that the government have definitely not put in your neck. Now it's time for our exclusive interview with social media star Vauxhall Safira. I caught up with her at her office and was keen to find out more about the real woman behind the trends, memes and hashtags. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. And so I've come to the offices of the social media sensation Vauxhall Safira. Call me Zaf. Zaf. If you want, yeah. Immediately, you've put me at ease. That's part of your brand, part of what's made you so Mm -hmm. successful. You've got that easy manner. Everyone feels like you're their big sister. Thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, obviously, you've got a long history in social media because you've been around for over three months now, which in social media terms is a decade-long career. So how did it all begin? Well, I've always been a very creative person. But not creative, like you'd actually write stuff or do music or art, but you have a creative spirit. Yeah, I like to be, you know, my own person and I just like to do things my own way. Within government mandated guidelines, of course. Yeah, yeah. You're a very much state approved rebellion. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I've always been creative with my appearance and what I'm wearing. Well, that is quite a few frills you've got on today. Is this part of your latest fashion wave? Yeah. I mean, you're literally creating waves. Every time you talk, there's ripples going all up and down your body. This dress, would you believe, was a tablecloth. Wow. I thought that was part of the colouring, but they're just gravy stains. Is that right? Yeah. I'm in Yorkshire, so gravy every day, gravy in the morning as a drink. It's a little health smoothie. Yeah, I'm just very proud of where I come from. And this would be why you've got so many swamp mongrels and dogs following you wherever we walk. Yeah, they just sense that I'm one of them, that I'm just part of the nature. Yes, you are part of Yorkshire. You live it, you breathe it, you are it. Which is going to be official now because you've been selected as the new spirit of Yorkshire. Every few years we nominate a new face and it's going to be your face. You're taking over from Glenda Braithwaite, who held the role for a record seven years. Yeah, well, the public was just crying out for someone new, someone fresh. And then here I am. I stepped up to the plate. You're welcome. You are the fresh face of Yorkshire. It's a new broom heralding a new era for a young, independent, free-thinking woman. It's so inspiring. You're showing that anyone can make it in Yorkshire these days. If you're naturally pretty. Well, obviously. You're big on both the main social platforms. We've got Stringer, which is the tin can string-based social network. And we've got Quack, which, as we all know, you tie either bonmos or pictures onto the legs of passing ducks, and they fly around the country and spread your message. So what's worked well for you recently? Well, originally, I started out with self-portraits. These are the gravy portraits? Yeah, Dunk your face into a bowl of gravy and slap it onto a piece of wood. Yeah. And then see how far the ducks could drag it. Yeah, so it was just mainly brown and it was getting a bit boring. So eventually I found an old Victorian camera where you have to put it over your head. Because mm-hmm. the way that camera works, the photographs are always upside down as well, which can be a bit disorientating. Yeah. But, you know, that's just the way I work. I like to shake things up a bit. Mm -hmm. So it was really the discovery of that type of photography that really stood me out from the crowd. Oh, this this is what triggered the upside down challenge as well. Mm -hmm. Because people find out if you hung yourself from the limb of a tree or a windowsill or the upper rail of a bus, you could recreate your famous photo style. I mean, there were... A few accidents and casualties. A few blood clots, yeah. People passing out at work and stuff. A few aneurysms. Which wasn't great at the air traffic control. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, can I just step in there? Sorry, yes, just for the listeners, this is Safira's manager, Derek Mann of Mann Management. Sorry, Derek, I thought you were just here to observe. Yes, sorry, I just had to step in. Yeah, can we please refrain from talking about those incidences? It's negative PR. Yes, sorry, yes, they have got the government-approved blackout on them. Sorry, I I forgot that. So you're part of Safira's team then. You can't become this big on social media without a little bit of help these days. So you've aided Safira to become the sensation that she was always naturally due to become. So what's your role exactly? I'm a man manager, so I manage everything that she does day to day. She tells me what she wants to do, and I make sure that she does it. Mm -hmm. I've worked with a lot of the social media stars, such as Glenda Braithwaite. We're here to obviously talk about Zavia, Z, or Zafi. Zav. 
Zadog. Yeah, Zadog. I go by many monikers. <laughs> You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. What a fascinating chat that was. And we'll hear more from the enchanting Zafi later in the show. But now it's time to visit that very special event, the Skelmanthorpe Nettle Festival. I decided to wander around the nettle market and discover the various stalls that help celebrate this important occasion. And I'm delighted to say I am at the festival itself with all its wonderful sights, sounds, smells and other as we wander around. I'm very lucky that I've got the organiser of the festival himself, Clive Menston. Thank you, Lloyd, and thanks for coming here to the 27th Nettle Festival. And this really is the biggest nettle festival we've ever held. The bustling, heaving crowds are in to sample all the wares. And we've got lots of different stalls. Obviously, it's a nettle festival, so every other stall is a kind of medical tent but maybe you can show me some of the stalls that are in between those. Well, absolutely, Lloyd, and you wouldn't believe how many uses there are for nettles. We have clothing, books, we've even got some nettle scooters, they're all the rage. Ah, yes, they're doing some sick burns on them, I've heard, both literally and figuratively. The jury is out on whether they should even be allowed, but we welcome anything that's nettle-related here. And the big draw is always the food stalls. Mm -hmm. And we're really lucky this year we have Yorkshire's leading nettle chef, Joanna Plimp, she's here giving a demonstration of her nettle culinary skills. Let's just have a little listening on what's going on. Okay, so the first recipe I'm going to take you through today is for these absolutely exquisite nettle cupcakes. Now, every single ingredient is made of nettles. We have nettle flour, nettle eggs, which is, of course, nettle fed to chickens which produce nettle flavoured eggs and of course the same with the milk the nettle is fed to the cows and we get this beautiful green milk and these cupcakes are perfect for sunday luncheon absolutely exquisite wow this all sounds fascinating sorry it's lloyd Becklesnit for yorkshire radio here oh hello thank you so much for sharing your culinary knowledge with us i was particularly impressed about how you've managed to create ingredients just from the humble nettle have you any other surprises up your sleeve for what the next nettle ingredient is going to be the thing that everybody is talking about is nettle spices because nettle in itself basically is a spice if you've got a nettle based chili powder that's going to be packing quite some punch we're already seeing overflowing medical tents as a result of the nettle chili that's been all the rage here today i am a big fan of all things nettle and to go with your nettle curry people have been speaking of nettle based alcohol of course the one thing i won't allow is nettle wine but nettle beer nettle stout nettle gin with nettle tonic the possibilities are endless you would be in trouble with the authorities if you were to be brewing any foreign drinks like wine. Yes, of course, the French swear by their nettle champagne made only in the Champagne region, but I don't think it works here in humble Yorkshire. No, no. Also, a lot of 
the onus is on the visitors. We do get complaints, but we're very clear. This is a nettle festival and we have a free nettle rating on each product. So one nettle is very mild, no sting. Two nettles, you know, that has a bit of a bite to it. Mm-hmm. And three nettles, those are the ones you need to be careful of. But you've been warned. So if you choose to partake of those products, it's on you. The nettle ratings and logarithmic scales, so each rating goes up by a factor of 10. And then when you add that to the chili rating, which is also a logarithmic scale, so basically if you have a five chili rating with a three nettle spice, it's not five plus three, and it's not even five times three, it's five to the power of three. So unless you've had your colon surgically reinforced we advise you to steer clear of that one because there have been some people who have, um, well, you know, there's no polite way to say it. They have found themselves with a, a, a rather free and easy exit out the back of their body through which most of their intestines have collapsed out. Yes, and we do have a colon reinforcement clinic new for this year. Excellent. You can get that done today, can you? It's quite a simple procedure. Yes, while you wait, and you can even just book a time, enjoy the festival, and then come back, have the procedure done, and you're all ready to take on anything that we can throw at you. Well, there you go. You can gird your loins quite literally as you prepare yourself for the festival. Well, thank you very much for your time, Joanna. We're going to be exploring a number of stalls today, so we'll catch up with the next one in a minute. Okay, I'm just making my way around the rest of the market now, and I've come across... Oh, this is a very interesting one. Fairweathers Soaps and Sundries. Hello, are you the Fairweathers? Yeah, I'm Gloria. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jeff. Hello, Jeff. And so this is your stall. You're selling nettle soap. What made you think that nettle would be a good basis for a cleaning product? Well, I was actually a botanist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but nettle is a natural astringent mm-hmm. in that sometimes it'll actually take your skin clean off. Okay. But you know what they say, a body without skin is a body without dirty skin. It's not so much a cleansing as a shedding. It's like a snake sheds its skin. Exactly. You can shed your skin till you're red raw, but it will presumably grow in again and you've got a brand new skin. And then the fun just starts again. And Jeff, this is something you practice yourself? Yes, my wife, she is the scientist behind all of our products. But my part is I do test every product before they go on the market. Okay. Jeff's a wonderful guinea pig. I'm guessing from the marks of your body that not every product has made it to market. Well, you know, you can't expect an excess every time. I mean, you see this mark here, that was our first prototype. You can see it's clearly burned all the way through to the bone. So that was a definite yes, but some of them don't quite make it that far. That would be part of your bone cleansing range then. Exactly. Clean inside and out. Mm-hmm. So that did make it to market, but others didn't. So what was it that didn't make it to market, Gloria, if the bone cleanser did? Well, we had one. It just caused a little bit of a rash. 
but the skin never actually came off. So we just threw that out for the pigs to eat. Oh, so this is your fair weather rashers, the rashiest rashers. Oh, that's how you get the bacon so flaky. And so do you have any team-ups with any of the other food stalls on here? We heard from Joanna Plimp earlier with her nettle spices. She's an old family friend, yeah. She's like part of the family, a little bit too much like part of the family, eh, Jeff? No, come on. Yeah. Okay. Has there been a a bit of history that I, I don't know about there? Sometimes one woman just isn't enough for Jeff, but I have learned to accept that. I may not like it, but I have accepted it. It's just a case that Jeff sometimes needs uh, more. It's just how uh, it happens. Well, Joanna was uh, emphasising the need for spice in your life, so sometimes you need to spice up your bedroom as well. Which brings us back to the soap products, because some of them are aimed at the kind of, shall we say, luxurious end of the market. Yeah, put it this way, we're trying to take over Femfresh. And so what's your leading product for that front? We've got here the Nettle Fanny Cleanser. It does exactly what it says on the tin, and it does it a lot better than Femfresh, thank you very much. And that's all that your foo-foo needs. If it does the same as the skin peelers, it's not going to freshen it up. You're just going to have a brand new one, fresh out of the wrapper. Exactly, because the more you take away from a hole, the more hole you have. That's just basic science. And Jeff, there is presumably a men's range for this product as well we are still currently in the testing phase i developed it shortly after jeff's affair and none of the products have been good enough to make to market but they have all been tested thoroughly on jeff we'll get there we'll get there in the end and jeff does there come a point where basically you don't have anything left to test on what stage are we at do you reckon i'm about 90 to 94 percent tested on We may have to cease testing products or at the very least stop inventing new products. Well, I think there is something for everyone at the fair weather stall, whether you want to just spice up your life or take ultimate vengeance on a cheating spouse. This is the stall for you. Thank you very much, Mr. and Mrs. Fairweather. Good luck with the rest of your marriage. And we'll be back again soon. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. How delightful it was to experience the sights, sounds and smells of the Scalmanthorpe Nettle Market. We'll be back later to discover a few more intriguing stalls, but now we can return to the second part of our interview with internet luminary Vauxhall Zafira. She was just showing me around her neighbourhood when we were accosted by a passerby. Uh, excuse me, are you Zafira? Yeah. It's me. Hi. Oh, wow. I'm Toby. Great to meet you. Good to meet you too. I've been following you for like two weeks. Oh, one of your early fans then. You're one of the original Z crew. Yeah, I just live and breathe. I, I even got this mud tattoo with a Z on my back. Oh, oh that's yes. so good. Where did you get that done? Did it in the farmyard. The pus, is that getting worse or less it seems to be congealing slightly yes bit of discharge here and there but you know it's worth it you have to suffer for your beauty sometimes i know that better than anyone you suffer and we suffer with you yeah yes there's been some very emotional posts recently you chipped a nail the other day and very bravely shared that experience 
with your fan base, many of whom took lump hammers to their hands in empathy with your ordeal. Like I said, I like to keep it real and it's just really hard bearing your soul. But if I can inspire even one person to be their real authentic self, then I've done my job. Uh, such beautiful words. Could we do a portrait together? Um, does anyone have any gravy? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I've got my bucket of gravy. I, I always carry a bucket of gravy. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, well, this is a real social media moment. Can you just hold these nettles, organic nettles from a farm? Is that all right with you, Derek? Does that fall within the health and safety remit of our broadcast? For a dedicated fan such as Toby here, I think we can allow that. Well, this is your moment, Toby. So if you just want to dunk your heads in the gravy. And then we've got a specially reinforced teak board here for you to slap your heads against. Yours came out so good. Oh, my God. You're so gravigenic. Hard wait to catch a duck and send this. I'm going to get so many more followers myself. Here's my card. Oh, thank you. Actually, on the new platform, Semi, which is, of course, the semaphore-based rooftop system, you'll be delighted here. It's actually, it's already the number one trending item in the country. Wow, we're viral. I didn't even see anyone with a flag. They're so sneaky. Oh, my God. Oh, the number one hashtag is Go Toby. Wow. Great. You've just doubled your following count, Toby. Sorry, quadrupled now. Wow, Zafi, you might have just created a new star. Wow, look at that. Yeah, by Froth's Nettles. Oh, you're a nettle manufacturer. Yes, organic nettles, best in the county. Frost Nettles is now trending too. And there's a little, yeah, I can see in the stock market, you're the share of the day. Yeah, I think we've maybe heard enough from you now, Toby. Maybe you have some nettles that you need to go and keep an eye on? Yes, yes, but do come to our farm. Toby, don't go just shit. This is a news programme. Safira and Toby is news. Yeah, it looks like he is. Because it's been at least a day since you were trending, so... You know, we've got listeners to cater to here. So, Toby, tell us, how did you get started on social media? Well, I didn't really take much notice of it, but I heard people talking about Sephira and everyone seemed to be talking about her gravy portraits. And there's just such truth and beauty in smearing of animal fat. An inspiring tale of a man and the people. I mean, Derek, what do you think of Toby's story? Surely this is the kind of person who should be blowing up on social media, not the groomed stars like Zaffy. They're last week's news. <laughs> wow. It's definitely very inspiring. He clearly has pure brand awareness with being able to promote his nettle business with such style and grace. Certainly, he is what we would call in the biz a natural. Oh, uh, oh sorry. It's one breaking news story after another today. I'm delighted to announce that Free Yorkshire Radio has just signed a extensive sponsorship deal with Froth's Nettles. Welcome aboard, Toby. You are now the official face of Free Yorkshire Radio. We look forward to a long and fruitful working relationship Oh, I can buy the upper fields now and turn that over to nettles, maybe grow a new variety. You could have a strain dedicated to Zephira, because obviously we've got to remember her fading star in some way, so that would be a good way to memorialise her career. 
Yes, yes. I think we could cultivate one where it has her face in the leaves. A sad face, I think, would be appropriate. We call it Sad Vera. Sad Vera? Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's going to be very sad, Vera, I think. Yeah, Toby, you've just officially usurped Safira as the face of Yorkshire. They've backtracked on the deal and you're going to be replacing Glenda. Sorry, Safira. Derek, are you going to do anything about this? Well, if you'd just like to sign on that piece of paper I'm now handing you, then we will get it all sorted out. Yeah, yeah just, just sign there. I don't know how to use a pen. Well, if you just slam your face on it, that's acceptable. In the little gravy portrait bit. Okay. Done. So I'm now no longer your manager, so you're free to do whatever you need to do. Toby, we're going to go places. Yes. Thank you, Safira, for giving me this opportunity. I mean, I will have to stop following you because I need to keep on trend, but uh, I'll send you some nettles. Thanks. Safira, you've had a good run. Three months. It's a new record for a social media star. Toby, I look forward to your one month reign until it all falls apart. I hope you enjoy it. And now it's time to go back to the studio. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. What a fascinating glimpse into the fast moving world of social media. And as we announced during that segment, we now have a new sponsor, Froth's Nettles. This isn't just any nettle. This is Froth's corn-fed, hand-reared nettle. The specially developed variety has plump, soft stalks that will deliver a sharp, exquisite sting over and over and over again. Genetically engineered in Froth's state-of-the-art laboratories, this strain of nettle promises a consistent delivery of your favourite tantalising torture. This isn't just a nettle. This is Froth's S&M Nettle. Okay, some bearded guy in armour and a funny-looking helmet has shown up and is trying to get that hammer back from Gary. But if we're quick, I think we'll have time for one more visit to the Nettle Market. And Clive, as we all know, the whole point of the festival, the core of it, which we must never lose, is that we are dedicating ourselves to the nettle gods. We are appeasing them so that they do not unleash their anger upon us. And there's a a new stall this year that's going to help the children reconnect with the core values of the nettle festival because it's all very good having nettle eating competitions and nettle soup and scooters and whatnot but we mustn't lose the true meaning of the nettle festival so so we'd like to tell our listeners about how we're going to reconnect with our core nettle values we're really pleased to have this year build a nettle god's stall so all the children can come and they can make their very own nettle gods so who's running that stall I believe it's Chester LeGrew, is that right? Yes, that's right. Here's the man himself, Mr. LeGrew. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be able to show the kids 
the true value of the Nettle Guards, mm-hmm. being able to get them from an early age to recognise the different types of Nettle Guards. And of course, we are using the locally sourced Nettles. Well, we've got a sponsorship deal with Froth's Nettles this year. They're supplying all the Nettles. Yes, all the Nettles from the one Nettle rating all the way up to the full free Nettle rating, which of course the kids are using today. They are having to wear gloves, of course. Yeah. Is there a kind of system of which nettle you use to make which particular nettle god? As we all know, one of the more powerful nettle gods, Nestle, of course, you have to use the full free nettle rating for her. Yes, Nestle is a particularly vengeful and destructive god implicated in child murder and wanton acts of destruction. So obviously they're front and centre in terms of appeasing the gods. So what kind of representation of this god do you find works best? We find that burning some of the lesser nettles so that the children can inhale the fumes does seem to stir within them a sense of creativity. And we do find they often end up creating the same form. I mean, currently the form they seem to be creating is a mix between a swamp mongrel and some of the lesser breeds of horse. So through the smoke, they're channeling the god vibes. They're tuning into the god vibes. In fact, we can see a couple of the kids working away now. Let's have a little look at their work. Timothy, do you want to show us your nettle guard? Yes, this is Nestle. Mm-hmm. What's that he's eating? My little brother. Oh, right. So you're suggesting that you would sacrifice your little brother to appease the Nestle god. I think that's going to go down a treat. Oh, yes, yes. It's very common to accentuate the Nettle God images with sacrifices. And by representing the sacrifice of Timothy's younger brother, is that enough to appease the God, or is this like a voodoo doll? Whatever you do with the God will actually happen in real life. We can only hope on either case, really. Certainly, Timothy, you're increasing your own chances of survival by throwing your brother under the Nettle God, so to speak. And we've got another child here doing some very creative work with nettles. Sorry, what's your name? I'm Samuel and I'm Timothy's little brother. Okay, and yeah, you've got... Is that Timothy that's being flayed there? Yeah. Okay, so we've got a bit of sibling rivalry going on here. So Chester, if you've got two opposing build a nettle god structures, what factors would enable one of them to win out? It's not so much the size, it's more about the presentation, the neatness. Daddy, I feel faint. Oh, I think we might be getting an immediate result. I feel a bit sicky in my tummy. Yeah, Samuel's structure has not got quite the dexterity of his older brother. (coughs) Ow, it stung me! Uh, He is coughing up nettle leaves now. Is that how it begins, Chester? Oh, it's swelling. I can't get my glove off. Quite often, yes. The gods have come for both of us. This isn't how it was supposed to end. Well, in a way, both your sculptures were good enough to work, so you can take some solace in that. Goodbye, cruel world. Yes, well done, children, well done. If anyone's interested, there are a couple of spaces available now at the Build a God stall for your kids to come and join the fun. And Chester is obviously a very skilled teacher because you've got two more success stories to add to your CV today. Thank you very much, and we'll be back again at the next stall soon. 
And we'd like to dedicate the rest of this program to the memory of Timothy and Samuel. But as incidents of nettle plague are down 60% on last year, it would seem that their gift to the nettle gods has not gone in vain. Thank you, Timothy and Samuel. And now back to Skelmanthorpe for the climax of the festival. And so we're back at the Skelmanthorpe Nettle Festival, just in time for the main event of the day. It's the Blue Ribbon event, the Nettle Eating Contest. This is run by the organiser himself, Mr Clive Menston. Clive, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Lloyd. This is what it's all been building up to. We have the strongest nettles this year. There's 50 people competing to become the Scalmanthorpe Nettle Eating Champion. Wow, that's quite the crowd. And of course, this is when you get to announce in what form they're going to be eating the nettles this year. We had the nettle soup last year in which three people drowned. We had the nettle pies the year before that, which led to a few burst intestines, but it's all part of the fun and games. And so this year's nettle food is... We're doing deep fried this year, Lloyd. Deep fried nettles. Well, there's a couple of Scottish contenders who'll be delighted to hear that. And we've got some of our returning contestants. Is there any early favourites in the contest this year, Clive? Well, defending champion Matthew Geeter. Matthew the Eater Geeter. Oh, in fact, here's the man himself. Welcome back as the returning champion. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here once again. Are you feeling confident? Yes. I've had my colon realigned just for this event. We've heard they're using the three-star rating nettles, so it's, it's definitely going to take out a few of the novices. And so what kind of training do you do for an event like this, Matthew? I eat nettles in the morning. Mm-hmm. Really get that stomach lined with nettles every day. I've heard that you eat things worse than nettles because you've been eating ground glass, chewing on barbed wire just jamming splinters into your mouth so that when you get to the nettles it, it feels like a treat yes ground glass really does a number on the old throat so the nettles are a treat for me clive are there any other contenders that you think might be able to unseat our champion well there is one who stands out she hasn't been in many competitions but she's fast making a name for herself and i think i can see her over there kimberly black Ah, Ms Black, welcome to the show. Uh, Would you be prepared to share a few words for us? Greetings. I am here to eat nettles. Wow, straight to the point. She sounds like a nettle-eating machine. Not machine, human being, love nettles. So I didn't mean to infer any... uh, I was just talking about your technique there, Kimberly. So, Matthew, you welcome the challenge. Oh, yes, it's all about the sport for me. It's about gargling with the blood that will inevitably ensue, but using that, and that's one of your signature moves, the Gita gulp, so you almost encourage the bleeding. That helps you to swallow down even more nettles. People have tried to imitate it, but nobody's ever quite mastered it the way you do. It's all about lubricating the gullet. Mm-hmm. And with the reinforced intestines, you'll be able to really maximise your flow almost until it becomes a continuous eating, chewing, swallowing 
and then obviously excreting in one fell swoop. One fluid motion. Mm. And so, Kimberly, what kind of training have you undertaken in order to prepare yourself for this event? I eat nettles every day. Okay, I like your style. Simple and to the point. So the contestants are getting ready for the beginning of the competition. Yes, well, you can see the competitors, they've got their plates ready. They're each being served their first portion of nettles. We've used a sweet batter, so it's a bit deceptive. They get a sweet taste and then the nettles really kick in. I think that's going to throw some of the competitors Obviously, it's not just about the eating, but the person supplying your nettles. It's like curling. You have the main thrower and then you have the person sweeping the nettles into your mouth. Indeed, these people have been training for years. Okay, well, I can see the referee is readying their starting flag. Hold on to your seats, listeners. This is going to be extreme. Okay, Clive, take it from here. Okay, and they're off now and we can see Matthew's made a very strong start there already onto his second plate Kimberly really just mechanical eating there a very interesting technique yes she's eaten the plate as well which seems to be slowing her down a bit she's not really differentiating between what is nettle and what isn't oh She's eaten her neighbour's nettle supplier. Is that allowed, Clive? You have to eat the nettles, but there isn't anything specific in the rules about eating other things as well. It's obviously going to fill her up, but then maybe it will offset the sting of the nettles. Well, she's eaten through the whole table, so that row has collapsed. All those other competitors can no longer get nettles. Now, she seems to be eliminating the competition, whereas Matthew is, well, he's been distracted by this. I think he's lost his flow. Yes, well, he has shifted down the table. He has just been able to keep his distance from Kimberly, but he is slowing down. There is a worrying trail of blood from the corner of his mouth. He's not gulping like he should do. It's backing up. The Gita Gulp is backfiring on him as Kimberly is eating her way towards him. Yes, I've lost track of how many plates of nettles she's consumed. The post-match x-ray will determine how much nettles they've actually consumed because in the melee it's impossible to really keep track. And it's just down to Kimberly and Gita now if he can just keep going for these last half dozen plates. It is neck and neck, nettle and nettle. Gita is sweating a lot of nettle juice, which will bring his overall score down. He's making a valiant push for the finish line as Kimberly's eating gets perilously close to him. Oh, she's nibbling on his arm. There's going to be no nettles as his arm. That's wasted nibbling. She wants to be nibbling his stomach. But the gulp is backing up. I can see a huge... Am- <laughs> He's gulped in her face. He has gulped in her face. There's a shower of blood and nettle. Oh, sparks are coming out. Why are sparks coming out of her head? Well, that is curious. All competitors do have to present a doctor's certificate to prove that they are at least 40% flesh and blood, and they do have their original stomachs. Oh, and there's the final flag has come down. We're going to have to sort this out. The post-match refereeing decision is going to be interesting on this one. How much nettles did Kimberly actually eat? 
is she 40% organic and how much nettle did Matthew lose in that last gulp ejection? I think it's time to consult with the referees. Well, I can see Kimberly is actually eating the referee, but we can see his hand pointing. Even as he's eating gulp down, he's clearly pointing at Kimberly. So we have a new champion nettle eater. Wow, there's an upset. Maybe we can talk to the valiant defeated champion first and get his take on what was a controversial performance. Matthew, you've given an arm and a leg, quite literally, for this competition, and yet it still wasn't enough. Gutted? Yes, on the day, it just wasn't my day. I've got to admit, wonderful technique. Unusual, but wonderful technique. She has beaten me. Well, that is the spirit of the Yorkshire Nettle Festival there. Beaten, but unbowed, but paying dues to his worthy competitor. I salute you, Matthew the Eater Geeter. Maybe it's now Matthew the Eaten Geeter, but never mind. Let's have a little word with our valiant victor. May I be the first to congratulate you? Yes, you you may be. I think there might be a battery issue here better be quick if we want to finish this interview very unusual technique there eating other plates and competitors where did you learn that in my normal human hometown well that all sounds very clear and above board no need to do the medical check to see if she's actually 40 percent organic she talks like any normal yorkshire folk Well, congratulations once again to our new champion. What a way to end the day. And let's just stand a respectful 30 yards away from her to make sure we're out of range. Thank you very much. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. Okay, the bearded guy is now shouting something about rag or rock. And his eyes are glowing a rather ominous shade of blue. So I guess that's the end of another show. Cheerio, and until next time, may all your brews be strong, may all your puddings be fettled, and may all your swamp mongrels be radiation-free. Tara. Communications have been severely disrupted. Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you. This is not a test. Hi, thanks for listening. I'm Noel Curry, and this show featured Becky Everest, Patrick Widdis and Scott James Gooch. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Free Yorks Radio. We'll be back next month, but if you enjoyed this, then you know what to do. Please subscribe, share, rate and review. Thanks. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio.